When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden. I am the host of the show today. Hey, everybody. We're just doing a live one today. I thought it was a fun thing to do. It's Friday. Might as well have some fun, right? Uh, it's 3-11-2022 today. So there's some stuff going on with the International Space Station and also Russia and also a NASA astronaut. And there's, it's kind of sketchy, but also we shouldn't worry too much. Okay, because the International Space Station has always been one of those places where nations from, you know, from all over the place um, work together. They live together for months on end sometimes. And usually everything works out pretty well. But there was some stuff lately. What's up, Logan? What's up, Michael? Um, recently, Russia has put out the feelers and said possibly they're going to crash the space station into the United States or other countries, but not into Russia. And that was just a couple days ago. They put that out. And uh, the the consensus was uh, they can't do it because SpaceX would kind of jump in there and solve that problem. So it's kind of a it's kind of a weird situation right now on the International Space Station because the tensions between Russia and the Ukraine. But the scientists, the engineers on board the space station all seems to be okay with those people. The people that are actually in space, they seem to be working together well. They seem to be getting along well. And it's the politicians down on the ground. It's the people on the ground that are threatening to, one, deorbit the space station, and two, leave an American astronaut on the International Space Station when a Soyuz would, uh, or when a, when a, the capsule would come back down to uh, land on Earth. So there's an astronaut. <laughs> and, is it like, and I'm laughing because it's so preposterous. It's so ridiculous that somebody would say something like this. And this is a place of peace. You know, the International Space Station is a place of peace, right? And I, I, I find it kind of, uh, kind of silly for somebody to say that, you know? Um, Logan in chat, Logan the Archer says, how's Texas treating you? Uh, I'm at Starbase Studio B right now, and I love this place. Um, I'm about 25 miles away from Starbase SpaceX headquarters down here, and I absolutely love going there and hanging out, uh, video, photography, all that stuff down there, and I'm super pumped about that. I love it here. It's really cool. Um, Han says, Russia threatens to abandon an astronaut. SpaceX can just pick an astronaut up, right? Um in theory, in theory, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little, yeah. In theory, SpaceX could do that. Um, 
yeah so it's it's a weird it's a weird situation on the on the uh, international space station right now but it's not too bad you know uh, it is it's the politicians that are doing this it's not the astronauts the astronauts aren't threatening each other it's the politicians russian politicians that are doing this um does russia even have the override power to throw the iss down han says um i don't think so yeah i don't think so yeah it was um it was a couple of days ago when they said they could they could deorbit the space station because what they have now is they have the capability to keep the station in orbit, boost it up, put it in the right trajectory, basically, keep it up there. And if they dedock all that stuff and take all that stuff away, SpaceX would just swoop in, you know, like like superheroes, basically. Dock some uh, and there's a whole I have another video about that on the channel. That's a whole other thing. But SpaceX could come back in and fix it up. And it'll be fine. Uh, same thing with this. If they do abandon an astronaut on the International Space Station, which is absurd, which is like, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking of how silly that is. How silly is that? That they would even say that they would leave an astronaut on the space station as a threat. They're like, you know what? We're not going to do this anymore. We're done with you, US. We're going to leave your astronaut on the space station. See, I like that. But I mean, it's going to be a little bit of if they don't bring it back, it's going to be a little bit of a logistical headache. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff, and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data, and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. And people will have to run around and, you know, figure out another way. But SpaceX has a Falcon 9 and they have a crew dragon and it's not that big of a deal. They have food. They have they have all the supplies up there that they need to keep going. It's just going to be a minor inconvenience. 
if they actually do this. So yeah, it's, it's a pain more so than anything. Um, get SpaceX, save him DJ. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, it's a sticky situation. It's a weird situation, but I think they'll figure it out if that does actually happen. Uh, Jim, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, could dragons use super Dracos and Dracos to move the station? Logan, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge thread on Twitter and I posted it up in the last video that it just goes on and on and on. I forgot the, what the thread name is, but, um, it's a really long thread. So if you want to go back and look at the last video that I posted, it has Putin's face on the thumbnail. So you'll see it. Um, but there's, I go into a little bit more depth about it and then you can follow that thread and then go through there and they'll, it shows you there's a whole list of 30 things that need to happen in order for it to happen for all of it to work. But it's totally possible. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, like in a, in a very serious way. Uh, it's, it's just ridiculous what they're doing. So let me get in a little bit more about this. Um, Mark Van he's a NASA astronaut. And supposedly in uh, a few weeks, it's going to land in Kazakhstan with two other Russian cosmonauts on a Russian spacecraft. And I'm looking through some of this data right now, trying to figure out, you know, exactly what's going to be happening. So there's, as we know, there's two sections. There's a Russian section and a United, it's a United States orbital segment. They're run by uh, U.S. astronauts and Russian astronauts. And they work together very fine most of the time. Um, but it's dangerous. You know, what if, what if, um, you know, there wasn't enough food? What if there's not enough water? What if there's not enough oxygen on the ISS for um, this astronaut to come back? But there is. So they're just kind of like poking at the bear, sort of, like sort of. And Mark Vandehei is up there right now with other 10 other or nine other people, I believe. I think that's how many people are in space right now. I believe it's 10 other people. So let me see if that's true. I want to make sure that's right. I think there's 10 people. Yeah, there's 10 people in space right now. Here, let's go through that actually real quick. Because I want to show you guys that there's 10 people in space right now. And this is a website called how many people are in space right now.com. Very straightforward. Uh, Commander of the Space Station is Antov. Uh, I'm not going to even say the name. I'm really bad at names. Mark Vandehei, uh, flight engineer. Then it goes to their wiki page. And then Kayla Barron, Matthias Maurer, Thomas Mar uh, Marshburn, Raha Sherry, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and Chinese astronauts as well. 147 days in space. Could you imagine doing that? 147 days in space. Uh, Mark Vandehei, 336 days. I think that's a new record. Or it's, it's close to a record. I'm not sure if it'll be a record when it comes down or if it's already a record. But don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> so so please don't quote me on that one. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they don't know everything. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Sometimes they don't know everything. Um, so right now there are some, you know, there's the tensions up there. And Russian cosmonauts. U.S. astronauts, et cetera, up there working and living together. It's kind of like camp. I've heard a lot of uh, U.S. astronauts kind of say that it's like you go out to summer camp, right? You have 
hundred plus days at summer camp. You know, you go for three months or something like that. And you're away from home, away from everything that you love, away from your dog, your kids, your cat, you know, your, your significant other, your home. And you have to like kind of camp out in the international space station. So you have to work together in order for everything to make sense. So in about 2020, uh, U.S. kind of stopped using Russian rockets because SpaceX has a Crew Dragon capsule now. They have the Falcon 9, and they can get International uh, Space Station astronauts from Earth to space pretty quickly. I've watched a, I've watched a flight, the Crew 2 flight, and it was absolutely marvelous. I thought it was great, um, but the the thing is, Sometimes they don't come down in the same ship that they launched in, and they might come down because their their uh, time overlaps or something like that. So come down with the other cosmonauts in Kazakhstan instead of coming back to the Cape or somewhere around Florida. So um, Mark Vandehei, here we go. I got a little bit of information. Who holds the ongoing record for longest space flight is set to end as three hundred um 55 days in space in about three weeks. Plan is for him uh, to land in Kazakhstan with two Russian cosmonauts on a Russian spacecraft. I think it's just posturing, though. So uh, let me see what you guys think in the uh, in the chat. Do you think it's just posture, posturing where they're just kind of like beating their chest and saying, we're going to leave your astronaut up there? Or do you think they're really serious? Do you think they could actually do this and like get away with it? I don't think they could get away with it. Um It'll degrade their space industry. So this is a, uh, a I'm reading this article from uh, ABC Seven New York. Uh, there's a lot of sanctions going on right now, and that's why Russia is trying to do this. They're trying to kind of uh, push back for all the stuff that's happening to them, all the sanctions that are happening to them. They're kind of pushing back, and astronaut Vanda High. It's kind of stuck in the middle of it. He he's probably just like, wait, what? You know, like, what are they talking about? This is leave me here. That's weird. Um, so Joe Biden announced new sanctions, including cutting more than half of Russia's high tech imports. And he said it'll degrade their aerospace industry, including their space program. He said that on February 24th of 2022. So crazy. So crazy that this is actually happening, you know, that people are actually threatening this in our lifetime. Also, take a second, please hit that subscribe button. We're going for 90,000 subscribers, which will be crazy if we actually get to that by June. And let's let's do it, though. That'll be fun. And we're getting we're getting close. We're about 400 people away. So we're really close to 90,000. Absolutely insane, if you ask me. Um, So. Uh, Dmitry uh, Rogozin, head of Russian space agency, and he's a close ally of Vladimir Putin, uh, basically said he threatened to leave Vandehei behind in space and detach Russian segment of the space station altogether. Just poof, it's gone. Right? How crazy is that? Like, if you think about that, that sounds like kind of unhinged. I don't know what you guys think about that. Uh, and there's a few other people that have chimed in. Uh, Scott Kelly said, I was just in, enraged that he, the cosmonauts said that they were going to leave an American crew member behind. I never thought I would ever hear something so outrageous. Yeah. How crazy it is. Very outrageous. If you think about it. 
Han's been sub for a really long time. Yeah, awesome for a long time already. Very cool. Very cool. Oh yeah, we gotta, um, you know, we gotta we gotta get those subs up because I think it'll be really fun to have hundred thousand subs on the channel. Been working about three years on that. Absolutely insane. Um, and Scott Kelly said, I've known people at the Russian Space Agency, many of them for well over two decades. I trust them. I've literally trusted them with my life before. Who added that the U.S. should still prepare for the worst and hope for the best. I agree with that. You know, if something were to happen, if they were to leave the astronaut on the International Space Station, they have to plan for it. They wouldn't just go, oh, they're not going to do it. And then the last second, they'd be like, oh, we have to ship up more supplies for the guy. They're going to wait. They're going to wait it out. They're going to see what actually happens. But also, in the meantime, they're going to get all the things in a row. They're going to get a, a flight ready for them, get a capsule ready, maybe able to come down in another capsule. So we'll see what happens with that in the future. But there's got to be there's got to be a plan in process right now. It's happening to bring Vanda Hyde back to U.S. soil. It's It's a crazy, crazy thought. Actually, and the the goal of the ISS is to explore and learn, right? So exploring, uh, orbiting Earth, but also learning about deep space flight, and also you know making life multiplanetary too. So the things that they learn on the International Space Station, we could take to the Moon, could take to Mars, could take any place else in the solar system, and that technology will move us forward and get us to other places. So the ISS is a very important tool for humanity to move off of Earth and onto another planet, which would be really, really neat in the future. Uh, Scott Kelly said, I just hope people realize we want to keep this partnership together because it is one of the few things that unites all of humanity together. And that's true. Uh, I think one of the biggest success success of the International Space Station is the international aspect of giving us something to work on together that makes us friends. So that's pretty much what happens on the ISS. Like I was saying before, it's like summer camp. You go to summer camp, you're there for all summer. Maybe you're there for a month. I don't know. Maybe you're there for a couple of weeks. But while you're there, you don't have anybody that you're familiar with. And you meet all these new people from all over the place. It's like going to a whole new city or something. Like all these new people. And you have to make friends with them. Or in the you know the space station's case, you're up there like you can't <laughs> you're going 17,500 miles an hour like you're flying you're going so fast and it's so dangerous that you have to make friends with these people or something bad might happen so you got to make friends with them and that's kind of what's been happening this whole time and uh, there's other tensions that have happened in the past i remember um in the 80s you know we had the space station or we had the uh, space shuttle and we had all that stuff going on i remember the tensions at that point um, but I don't remember. I was I was a little bit younger, didn't pay too much attention to it at that point. But um, it seems something similar like that is happening, and it's kind. Of, it seems like they're blowing smoke, you know. If, if that's what you would like to call it, they're just kind of going. Eh, let's see what see what we can get away with. So, you know, we have uh, we have a bunch of people in uh, orbit right now. Here is uh, Mark Vandehei. This is from the NASA website. Colonel U.S. Army retired NASA astronaut. What's up, Debs? Mark Vandehei was selected by NASA in 20 or 2009, born in Virginia, then raised in New Jersey, Minnesota. 
all over the place, this guy. Raised uh, Vanda High, earned a Bachelor of Science in Physics from St. John's University and a Master of Science in Applied Physics from Stanford. Smart dude. He was commissioned in the U.S. Army uh, through ROTC program and served as a combat engineer. Became a professor of physics at the United States Military Academy in West Point. Very successful person outside of being an astronaut. Like, <laughs> this is like top tier person right here. Vandehei is currently serving as flight engineer aboard the International Space Station for Exhibition or Expedition 65. Exhibition. Expedition 65. So left his wife down here. Uh, him and his wife, Julia, are the proud parents of two children. He enjoys exercise, backpacking, water sports, and reading. Pretty cool life. Parents Thomas and Mary Vandehei reside in uh Chenhas, I don't know how to say that. Chenhasen, Minnesota. Somewhere in Minnesota. Very normal upbringing, but very intelligent person. Here's another shot of uh, Mark giving a talk. Uh, speaks about his time on board the International Space Station during a presentation to students in 2018. Very interesting. This guy's a pretty cool dude. He seems pretty cool. So, hopefully... They figure all this stuff out, and he's going to be okay. And I think if if it's not okay, if they do leave him up there, um, SpaceX will step in and send a dragon for him. You know, as much as as much as I don't want this to happen, it's another reason why we have SpaceX around. Another reason why we're not buying rides from Russia anymore. Because they could literally, like, if if we didn't have a backup plan, if we didn't have Elon Musk, if we didn't have SpaceX, if we didn't have a Crew Dragon, Falcon 9, the guy would be stuck up there. You know, if that's the only way down is through a Russian, uh, a Russian ship, like the guy would be stuck up there for until they figure it out. You know, I don't know how long he'd be up there. So yeah, it's a it's a crazy crazy situation right now, but. I think it's going to be all right. So just hang tight. I'm sure we're going to be all right. Now, something very cool. Okay, so we have a little bit of SpaceX stuff going on, too. Hey, what's up, Clark? Clarktacular. That's such a... It's a... Uh, your name is so long now, Joy. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should call you Joy or Clarktacular Backyard Chronicles. Because um, either one's cool, but uh, Clarky would be would be quicker um so we have uh we have some spacex just a little bit a little bit of speculation here not nothing really big spacex uh at starbase and let's go over to the starbase thing this is this is from starbase texas this is three they have three ships there now 16 15 and franken ship as we like to call it 2122 and then we have booster five and then possibly soon, because Booster 7 is being finished in the high bay right now, Booster 7 may find its way to this area. So how cool would it be to have three rockets and two boosters right next to each other? That would be really, really intense. And I would love to be down there for that to happen. And I'm, I'm working on figuring out exactly when I'm going to do this. So part of that is because today's road closure... We had a road closure for today, but it was canceled. We had road closures for yesterday was canceled. The one the day before were canceled. Uh, the the weather outside. I'm looking outside right now, and I'm like a little bit, a little bit, um, 
not too bad. They could have done some stuff if they needed to. So it might not be the weather. It's a little bit chilly, but not too bad. But his road closures Thursday and Friday canceled. Monday, still scheduled, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Secondary date for all this stuff. Um, and primary date is Tuesday, the 15th, the 16th, and the 17th. They're all from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So we have road closures pretty much all next week. And hopefully they get to do something with uh, Booster 7. They're probably going to move it out of the way. Probably going to move it out of the high bay to uh, to the Rocket Garden here, which would be really neat. So I think that's going to be happening next week. We'll see, though. We'll see what they do. But they have to store it somewhere because they have to start building more boosters and more rockets. And the only way to do that is to get them out of the way. So there's more room over here. I might go down tonight and see how much room there is over there, to be honest with you, and see if there's anything in the way over there that they have to move. And then if there is, I'll see if they uh, see what kind of stuff they have to move out of the way. Cause there's a bunch of stuff over there that just like a lot of, a lot of test stands, a lot of old debris kind of stuff like pipes and stuff. So if there's enough room over by booster five, I'm trying to figure this out. Booster five up there. Oh, it goes behind it. Okay. So booster five up there, then maybe, maybe they're going to move booster seven over there. But another cool thing that happened is that, um, booster this part, I can't really see this. Can't really see this up here, but, uh, that big mess of, uh, pipes behind booster four there, that's a QD arm. And part of that QD arm was removed yesterday i believe it was yesterday or the day before and i don't know what they're going to be doing because people were saying that they're going to be moving booster four off the pad recently and there was no reason to think otherwise because they were testing the lift arms and they were testing the points where booster four was going to be moved so not sure why they removed that piece of the qd arm but I'm going to do a little bit of CSI kind of like investigative reporting and figure it out what's going on down there, because we have to figure out what the heck is going on down there with Starship because we want them to stack it up again. I would love for them to stack up Starship again, and it would be really amazing to see this thing stacked or if they're going to be moving ship 20 off of there out of that area and then move it to the rocket garden. That might be a thing too. If they have 12 hour launch or 12 hour, road closures they may be moving ship 20 and booster four out of there moving booster seven down but they also have to remove all the engines okay so this is this is a tough thing so if booster four and ship 20 are done with testing they have to remove everything from from ship 20 and from booster four and then put it on a new ship and a new booster or they're going to be doing a full wet dress rehearsal, which I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do a full wet dress rehearsal of Booster 4 and Ship 20, possibly next week. And I think that's what they were waiting on for this week, because all the road closures for this week are done. They're all canceled. But maybe next week we're going to get all the days they're going to be doing cryogenic tests um, and they will be doing uh, stack possibly. So those are things that may be coming up in the next week. I don't want to speculate too much on it because we're not exactly sure what's going on down there right now because everything's been like so weird. So 
possibly if they get it back up, you know, if they get the cutie arm fixed up and they have everything ready, then yes, uh, possible. Or um, what else do we have here? We got uh, there is. Let me see here. Got to make sure I have all the information here, but I do believe Booster 4 is in testing. Yeah, and so it's it's had a bunch of tests already. And I just want to make sure I have it right so I don't get you guys some wrong information. I'm going to double check this. So Booster 4, um, the test campaign for Booster 4, they've done five cryogenic tests for Booster 4. And they've done four, I believe, for Starship. So let's see, for the ship on top, for Ship 20. Yeah, four cryogenic tests for four for Ship 20. And then uh, five for Booster 4. So they're almost neck and neck there. So if they do another cryo test for Ship 20, they'll be evened out. Five and five, making sure that it's all even. And then maybe stack into a full cryo test? Full wet dress, eventually? I don't know. It's it's kind of up in the air because we don't know exactly what they're working on. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know what their test schedule's like, but that might happen next week at some point. So, yeah, the, it's a it's a it's all over the place down there, and that's why I love it because it's so unpredictable. It's like our sports teams, right? Like so, SpaceX is like our sports team down at Starbase. So that's why I love it. <laughs> Oh man. Um, launch pad, the launch pad. <laughs> nice. Uh, what will ISS do if Russia removes the propulsion stage? Um, then SpaceX will use, um, what are they called? Uh, cargo dragons, the booster up. Yeah. So, so we'll see, we'll see what they do though. That's as, as much as I know. And as much as, as much as uh, anybody else kind of knows at this point, and we kind of we're kind of speculating at that point too, what what would happen? So, um, yeah, pretty cool, pretty interesting to see what's happening on the ISS. Pretty cool what's happening on, uh, you know, well, not cool what's happening on the ISS, but it's pretty neat to be part of this sort of news cycle to see what happens because this will set a precedent about what's going to be happening in the future. So that's about it for me today, guys. Do you have any questions or do you want to talk about any SpaceX stuff? Because I'm here for a little bit more, probably about five more minutes. And uh, I can say thanks to everybody, by the way. And also check out starshipshirts.com. You've probably seen it in the chat. If you're in the chat right now, starshipshirts.com. If you're a space nerd or if you like SpaceX, SpaceX inspired t-shirts, we have, uh, five or six designs up there right now. We're working on more, but it's safe, secure, worldwide shipping. Uh, so check that out, starshipshirts.com. Those are, uh, that's our merch store. Helps out the channel. Every every shirt purchased will allow me to, A, pay rent <laughs> for this place and stay in Brownsville, and B, uh, get down to uh, Starbase more. So every shirt purchased, there you go. Or if you're a member of the team, or if you're a member of the channel, make sure to, uh, you know, every member of the channel helps out for trips down to Starbase. And also Super Chat, Super Sticker, stuff like that really helps out with trips down to Starbase to get more footage, more films, so I can do more daily updates 
to the channel. Um, they said Elon Musk works on reboots for ISS. That he does not reveal everything. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think I think that's true. I think I think he knows exactly how it would work, um, and it won't tell all the details for sure. Um, any word on what is going on with the EPA? Um, not really. I mean, they're still going through it. Um, let's see. I'm gonna see if I can get in there real quick and see if they see how if there's any new news. I haven't seen anything recently, and I haven't had an update from them um, because I get email upgrade or updates and stuff. So uh, when something does happen. Uh, right here. Well, we can take a look at it actually real quick if you want. And then we can take a look ski. See if I can position this properly. Oh yeah, not bad. There we go. All right. See if we can position this and also look at it while we're doing this. But yeah, that's a that's a pretty important thing too. So the EPA, um, basically it's an environmental review and permitting for SpaceX to launch Starship. Um, so this is in progress. Total duration, eight months, 22 days for the Endangered Species Act consultation. Today's up here. Extension date, two months. But by the end of this month, uh, what is it? 17 days, we should have an answer from uh, the FAA. So we're about here. And the extension duration is uh, for the environmental assessment, the full environmental assessment is till 327 2022 uh to tour complete the endangered species act consultation and the magnus and stevens fishery Conser conservation and management act section 305 essential fish habitat consultation who that's a long one those are those two are complete so we're at least two out of the way but we still have four you know to get done so there's there's a little bit more to do uh, but I have a feeling either they're going to push it back another month and then we're going to go into June for a launch of Starship or SpaceX is just going to be like, you know what? We're good. <laughs> like we would love to launch from from uh, Starbase. But you know what? We're going to move to Florida. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think they're going to stay in Starbase forever because if this environmental thing is going to kind of take all summer long, they're just going to be like whatever we're just going to build our rockets here and then we're going to test them but we can't fly them here so we're going to move all operations or most of the operations except for the real crazy like experimental stuff to brownsville like brownsville is going to be that place and i think florida and the cape is going to be um their main hub in the future um yeah kind of crazy kind of crazy that that's uh you know, that that's where they're at right now is that Brownsville and the Boca Chica area, it's, it's they brought in so much money. So the thing is, I live here now. I live here in Brownsville and I see new housing complexes popping up. I see apartment buildings popping up. I see beautiful homes popping up. And I've only been here like six months, you know, and six months goes by. And I see all these new changes. I mean, Highway 4 has been repaved and it was just it's junk driving down to Highway, like through Highway 4 down to SpaceX. It is garbage, garbage road. It's cool. It's a beautiful view, beautiful area. But man, like driving down to SpaceX is just 
not that nice because there are some places literally in the middle of the road, there's a four foot wide by like two feet long, just hole in the road. It's a huge, huge hole in the road. And I've seen those things get patched. I've seen them get fixed. And they're like the electric company is down there or a contractor is down there. And they're working on, um, you know, they're working on things that are going to be sustaining Starbase in the future. You know, like uh, Starbase needs electricity. They need high end electricity. And, you know, their SpaceX is employing those people to do that work. So I can see where Brownsville would be like, please launch from here. You know, please keep this going because the only way that they're not going to keep going is because this environmental thing and they would they would ramp it up so high if this environmental thing goes through. Elon said it as talk that it looks like it's going to go through, but he's not 100 percent sure because you never know, you know, you really never know what's going on. So. He's skeptical, but also pretty positive about it. So I'm going to keep his uh, keep his optimism and. You know, hopefully they stay here. Hopefully they really do, because that would be really great for the the people down here in Brownsville and the government. I mean, like they make a bunch of tax money from it. So this place, the income of Brownsville isn't that much. You know, it's not it's not the best place to live, uh, but it's not the worst place to live. either. I've worked, I've lived <laughs> way worse places and I kind of like it here. So. If SpaceX continues down this road or uh, continues down this path of uh, building up Starbase and they're going to continue building it, uh, they might just not be able to launch here for a while. But if they can launch from Starbase. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory levels good. Whoa. Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Florida, Starbase 2, I guess. Um, you know, that would be that'd be pretty interesting to see the dynamic change. Because if they have to move everything from here to there and like put everything on pause at the end of this month because the environmental uh, assessment isn't done and they have to figure out another way to get this done. They're just going to move forward in Florida because they already have the resources. They already have environmental, um, their environmental assessment went through over there. So all they have to do is basically move operations over there and they already know how to do it because they've done it here. So all they have to do is replicate what they've done here. And this, that's exactly what this place is for. This place is for, building pathfinders so they can move it to another place which is florida for now and then possibly another place in the future have a bunch of starship launch areas so they can continue building thousands of starships and send people to mars and beyond and have a have a uh, 
a colony on Mars, which would be insane. So that's what they're doing. I mean, like they're doing everything right. They're just waiting on this environmental assessment. And thank you. That was a great, uh, great question. Um, yeah, that's uh, a Janet. That's a really great question because it's a, it's a big deal. If they don't get this done, it's done. You know, it's done here. They're just kind of moving out all the launches to, uh, to Florida. Um, so yeah, it's kind of crazy. Just adding if uh, Russia Quidditch, all broomsticks can <laughs> resume relations. Problem is, boom, don't play well. And <laughs> nice. Uh, very cool. Yeah, the broomstick thing was hilarious. That was in the latest uh, SpaceX uh, launch was hilarious. But uh, unfortunately, I got to go. Uh, it's about 3.20 p.m. CST here. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been hanging out and everyone who's been um, super chatting, super stickering, becoming members of the channel. If you can, uh, make sure to hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Likes really help out. And uh, we can move forward with uh, this whole ISS thing, hopefully in the next few weeks. And I'll keep you up to date because it's it's probably going to get even more ridiculous in the future. And I love to do these live shows. So if you love these live shows, please uh, subscribe to the show. Hang out. Be part of the show. Chat and stuff. So that's about it. Uh, thanks, everybody. I don't have like a really cool ending screen. I think I'm going to keep it as a not cool ending screen for a little bit. Check this out. <laughs> it just says stream ending. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Uh, make sure to stay safe out there. And I'll talk to you next time. Here we go. That's my cool ending stream ending screen. I think I might keep it like that forever. Thanks, Janet. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Marina. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate all of you. Thanks, Joy. Thanks, Debs. Jerry. Jerry says an opinion on the $4 billion SLS launch cost. Way too much money. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Way too much money. <laughs> Pigs in space. <laughs> nice. All right. Take care, everybody. I'll see you next time. <laughs>